Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, conversations with dope women. All right, beautiful ladies. So we are picking up with part two of Your Favorite Therapist with Soko Ray. If you happen to miss last week's episode, go ahead and listen to that first because this week we're just continuing the conversation. It's been an amazing talk about self-care, mental health awareness, and authenticity in our lives. Which is very powerful is checking in with yourself in the morning. Oh, I had a thought because when you said that, it made me think what's usually on my mind for me personally at the top of the day is associated with the last thing I did before I went to bed the night before. Okay. Right. So which is why certain things I've tried to to not do right before I go to sleep, be on social media, um, Mm -hmm. watch certain types of TV shows. Um, and, and it just shapes, you know, it shapes my, I don't know. It's almost like a certain thoughts on my mind all night long and I will wake up to it. Or it's also some certain things I try not to do as soon as I wake up, Mm -hmm. scroll on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Because I also think what you introduce into your mind and your spirit at the top of the day is also what's on your mind and what's like kind of shaping Mm -hmm. like your energy, you know? Um, and so I think about that, like checking in with myself, what's bothering me? You know, what am I sad about? What am I thinking about constantly? What's the thing that's really in the back of my mind that I'm not paying as much attention to? Or maybe I don't want to pay attention to because I'm afraid to pay attention to it because that means I have to address it. Mm-hmm. Why am I afraid? You know what I'm saying? All so these, it, the questions can go all those things, and ask all of them. Sometimes people are afraid to ask questions because they feel like they don't have the answer. Mm. And if you're a person that doesn't like to not have a solution, a lot of times you avoid asking, asking the in the question. first place. Okay, well, I don't know how far this will go for someone who doesn't want to ask the questions, but if you find yourself not wanting to answer the question, give yourself permission to mm. not answer the question. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. You're not ready to go there yet. Yeah. Move right along right. to the next question. Right. Yeah. Without Keep digging. beating up on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And affirm yourself in the process, too. Like, I don't I don't want to answer that question and, and I and I'm still okay mm-hmm. and I'm still a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you find this? I think you just kinda of gave an answer to it as well. Like the balance between like I think it's great to be like growing and working on yourself, right? But then I also think some things that I feel like in our culture right now, even the the topic of mental health sometimes on one end it becomes a tab it's a taboo and before you know it it's um it's it's saturated in the culture in such a way that it loses its like mm. um value or its understanding and it's kind of just kind of just like stated a lot out there but like mm-hmm. no real um stuff substance to it which is part of why i'm having this conversation but i think well i i, I, I my question is a little i went off on a tangent that's okay my specific question is around balancing between working on yourself yes and accepting yourself yeah that's a uh i'm not sure that i'll answer that perfectly well Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. um everything in moderation right Mm -hmm. if you let's see so for me i'll talk about me Mm -hmm. i live a pretty disciplined life Mm -hmm. and because i am disciplined i allow myself to be undisciplined Mm -hmm. because i feel proud of what i've already accomplished Mm -hmm. and i feel like i can slack off like Mm -hmm. today i decided i'm not going to the gym Mm -hmm. still though while i'm sitting here i'm thinking about maybe going to the gym i'm like like, it's in you i can probably get it in yeah Um, but not beating myself up i think that we beat ourselves i don't know if i'm answering this question no just keep talking um 
it's the beating ourselves up for relaxing that keeps us just stuck in the relaxation mm-hmm. stage and not moving forward into the work stage. Mm-hmm. I think that we just need to try our best to do our best mm-hmm. and give ourselves time to not do our best sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's like super abstract, but mm-hmm. that's the way that I use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that might look like for you, for someone, five days on, two days off. Mm-hmm. For five days, I'm really gonna be consistent with uh, being deliberate about my thinking. Mm-hmm. And for two days, I'm not going Let's to go worry be. myself. Yeah, 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 or every other, whatever, some system you have, but have yeah. a plan and st- try to stick to your plan, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but always allow room for breaks. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I, I talk about this in um, my book when I talk about like off days or cheat days, right? Like when it comes to like uh, how you eat or how you, but I almost seem like allow the off to actually be a part of the system so you don't yes. necessarily even feel like you're messing up or it's you're doing something up. bad it was always built in in the first place because Good. we knew that this was necessary right and i think so like when i'm talking about like working on yourself slash like giving yourself a break i think um or kind of accepting where you are we went to dinner for a friend's birthday last night and i think the conversation was about like reading like nonfiction and fiction types of books right and i i was saying Self-help books are great. Mm -hmm. Those books are great. But sometimes you need to step away and just read the story. Sometimes you just need to allow your mind not to always be on this concept of fixing you. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I think that's what I mean. Like, how do you accept that, like, it's not always about fixing yourself. It's not always about fixing um, it's not always about working. Uh-huh. It's not. Striving I it's just, all the time. Yeah. It's And I battled that, too. I, I decided that when I felt like I was... When you feel like you're too tired of working, mm-hmm. it's okay to stop. Yeah. Not forever. Yeah. But for a little bit. Give yourself permission for that. Yeah. And know that... I don't know a person who could work eight hours a day... 365 days a year yeah, and, yeah. and be okay. Yeah. So know that you can't do, we don't yeah. recommend that actually. Yeah, yeah. That's not sustainable. Yeah. Able to flow uh, requires you to sleep. Yeah. You like must sleep. take care of yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Those things is sometimes it's not about what you're doing. It's about what you're not doing. That is the best thing to do for yourself. I'm learning. I realize sometimes I get anxious when I don't have things packed into a day. And I don't know oh. what to, like, sometimes on a Saturday or something like that, this was awkward. I need to do something, you know? Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, what? Because when I'm doing stuff, I'm like, I'm tired. I want to sleep. Yeah. I want to. And then when I have the space You're not taking to do nothing, of it. I'm not, it feels weird. So I like what you said. I think in all things, we should just be deliberate. Mm. Like, be deliberate about when you're going to work. Mm-hmm. And so schedule it all. Make room for it all. Make mm-hmm. room for the work and make room for the rest part. Mm-hmm. Have both because mm-hmm. you can't just do one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this a little more on the personal side, but as far as like what gave you, because a lot of people are feeling like there's something more that God's called me to. There's something mm-hmm. more that I need to step out in and create or do or sign up for because everybody's not an entrepreneur or creative and that's fine. This culture will make you think you have to be or you suck. Right. You don't, you know, um, but in general, everybody has a more. Everybody has something that is being pulled towards and some people are struggling to get to that. I think sitting here across from you as we're like in your in your office, your office, whoop, whoop. where you do your therapy sessions, I'm like, dang it, like this is hers. Like she's doing this, you know? Like what made you decide, believe in yourself, the confidence to say, I can do this. I can start my own practice. That there's something in me that I have 
that if I don't do it, the world's not getting it. What made you get to that point to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start my own practice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help people in this way. Because this is a very courageous, yeah. bold move. So I knew that the move was go- going to be in the field of mental health because uh-huh. that's where my expertise is right. uh, in all of my work. I would say that the reason why I have so many reasons, so I'll just name them. Okay, okay let's go. All right. Uh, my dad had a stroke when he was 39 years old, Ooh. a stroke that took him out, causing him to only have to work half days. Oh, he could only work half days. His left side of his body doesn't nav or right side doesn't work well. Ooh. He loses words. Mm. He's not who he was. Mm-hmm. And so I think subconsciously mm-hmm. and now consciously, I've always been trying to achieve I've been pushed to achieve as much as I can before I hit 39 mm. in fear that maybe something could happen to me and I want to make sure I leave a stamp. Which is also like developmentally about right to now is a time where we start thinking about yeah. legacy. Yeah. Um, so there's that. There's There's been that push. Wow. I don't have children mm-hmm. or a husband and mm-hmm. I've always wondered why. Mm-hmm. I don't want children. Um, I am interested in a, life, uh, a lifelong love mm-hmm. um, or something something beautiful actually mm-hmm. i'm shifting in that too i'm not sure if it needs to be lifelong mm-hmm. i'm working on it mm-hmm. every day is, things are changing um and i thought this positioning is for a reason mm. like you must use everything you have and i see some of my friends who have families mm-hmm. they can't do do this. what you're doing come on and so i'm like single well, woman let me, let me so go minimize what we can offer in <laughs> right. this season of our lives let me i got some stuff to show yeah. and i also i think women and men but primarily women because like our bodies can create life mm-hmm. i believe that i have something to create mm-hmm. there's that urge to so i felt like i wanted to create something i wanted to birth something and so all this was brewing and stewing and brewing inside of me and I've been working under a woman, uh, an Armenian woman, who's mm-hmm. like the most amazing businesswoman, mm-hmm. woman I think I've ever met, mm-hmm. who breaks all stereotypes and blows my mind every time I'm around her. And what I did is, A, I asked her to be my mentor, and she mm-hmm. said yes. Mm-hmm. I know how busy she is. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if she said yes to me, that's because yeah, she I sees can, something in yeah. me. Yeah. And if I think she's dope and she thinks I'm dope, yeah. I believe her. Yeah. And I yeah. get to work under her and I get yeah. to learn her business skills yeah. and acumen. Yeah. So now I know what she knows. Mm-hmm. And I just saw, she just launched a huge multi-million dollar company in uh, Vegas now. And I'm watching her live out her dream. And I'm like, well, sh- I have what you have and you train me. Mm-hmm. I can do what you do. Mm-hmm. And and you probably want me to do it better. So I'm even mm-hmm. going to like try to do yeah. that. Yeah. Not to spite you, but to show no, you, to thank like you. like every mother says, like, I want yes. my child to go beyond where I'm going. Yeah. I think mentors are the same way. That's the beauty of mentorship. They're not jealous of us. They're not. They want They good. want us to do so well and even like surpass them, whatever that means. Yes. Yes. And, and, and not only was she phenomenal as a businesswoman. She has great integrity, and she also she broke the stereotypes in terms of like attire. Uh-huh. She wears black dresses and cheetah print and it. high heels. I've seen I her it. without heels once, twice. We were at the pool once, and once she was moving stuff around the office, so she had her Tory Burch foot flops. <laughs> She's always blinging. She has a real yeah. diamond nose ring. Yeah. Bling, 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 and, and it's killing like in we're taught you're not supposed to be blingy. Yeah, and she's like, Wah. and not if you want to be taken seriously, right? And she's like, F that. I, yeah. She said, you know what? I've never worked a job. Mm-hmm. I've worked with my father in his business, and I've mm-hmm. always done my own. And that's the benefit to doing mm-hmm. it that your way. You can do it your way. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then... Um, oh. Only two more. We got two more. <laughs> oh, listen, oh, no, we have three going. more. Stop um, Keep going. Okay, okay good, good, good. So 
all of this was was in me and mm-hmm. i was feeling i was getting tired of sitting inside of an office mm-hmm. no windows ac blowing like mm-hmm. yuck I'm in LA and it is summer. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was dating a cat who uh, owned a restaurant on uh, Abbott Kinney. So like to hang out at his restaurant, like mm-hmm. all that was like, that's where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be in the sand with him. Yeah. So I was like, F this. And, yeah. then, and then being, and also I, all I've dated are entrepreneurs mm. and people, I was just talking to your sister about this. People used to give me grief. Like, are you a gold digger or like something along those lines or like why don't you date someone normal it's like first of all i'm not a gold digger i have my own um second i'm drawn i'm not drawn to money i'm drawn to ambition yeah i want to be around it yeah it's attractive to me and yeah. i want to like pull yeah. from it and yeah. let it inspire me yeah um so so all that was happening um i mean that kind of not to cut you off no. it goes back to i think i mentioned this in a couple episodes ago the, the one that i uh, recorded the day of um, Nipsey Hussle's uh, service, but it was um, the fact that if you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, mm. then you don't have a circle, you have a cage. And that it, it goes along with goes along with that. There's this idea of like everyone is influenced by who they're around. Yes. So the question is, who is influencing you, and how is that showing up in your life? And do you want that? And do you want that? And so I think a lot of us are not not me anymore, but a lot of people are held back. Because they're not around people that are inspiring them, you know. Yes. Anyway, so yes. some people, their ego, they like being at the top of their circle, whatever that means. But then there's just no one to make you better. No. Yeah. What are we here for? Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Keep so, going. Keep so going yes. through the list. So I, my dating circle has been inspirational. Come um, on. Okay. So I was feeling all this and... I'm like, you know what? I have the money saved. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that helped me save money. Yeah. Don't not live your life, but have a stack yeah. so that you can take some risks. Mm-hmm. Is there like a particular percentage that you like put aside from each check or whatever? Or if it's just like. Um, there wasn't before. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just like pulling. Kind of just living below Whatever your Whatever I could, I would pull. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to your sister. I was like, John, what are you pulling? And she said, mm-hmm. she, John's got her money in so many places. Yeah. Like, Tell me about the right. savings part. What do you mean? Right. And John said she puts 200 every paycheck. She, uh-huh. said, she didn't say two. She said a couple hundred. I think uh-huh. she meant two. Probably because your sister's precise. <laughs> um, so yeah. I started just doing 400 a month. Yeah. It would go be dumped yeah, in an account. And eventually it. I yeah. had what I needed to get me through that summer was $4,500. Because mm-hmm. everything else was like sorted out. And mm-hmm. I, I kept one other job. So I was working two days a week last summer mm-hmm. and it was the most beautiful experience. And I did it because I knew that I had something in me to create, but Come as on. long as I was tired behind other people's work, I couldn't do it. So I was like, in order to create, I need my freedom. Yeah. I need time. Yeah. Yeah. So I took the summer off. You have to prepare for the launch. Okay. Yes. Sometimes people are like so launch much. and yes, you should launch, but what they do, unless God specifically told you to, now if God said, go, go. Right? right. But there are people who will put it on God that they made a premature, immature, <laughs> unwise launch because they didn't prepare for it. That was you. That was not God. That was you. That was you. Yeah. And what you're saying is sometimes you have to sacrifice or be intentional about the plan mm-hmm. so that you can set yourself up for what you want the next Correct. season of life to look like. Which means this one may be kind of uncomfortable. You may not go to all the brunches. You may not do all these things because you want to work two days a week so you can start your business. Yeah. Yes. Because I need time. Time anyway, is the most continue. valuable thing. No, thank you for being excited with me. So so there was all of that. And then the last thing I'll tell you is um, 
I did some really powerful work two years ago that stirred a working in me that finally led me to be brave and feel like I could mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have with your therapist, but I did inner child work, guided mm-hmm. guided imagery work. Okay. Where no I would lay that. on my back in sessions and mm-hmm. she would walk me through, she would um, prompt me to pick a time and a mm-hmm. place and I would go back to me and who I was then. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting how quickly I was able to relate to who I was mm-hmm. But I forgot about her. Yeah. And then I remembered that like yeah, those agree. were parts of me yeah. that were inherent. Like those mm. are my gifts. That's who I am. That's who I am. Before all the Before other all stuff. Before all the fluff. Yeah. And thorns. And then yes. thorns and fluffs and trauma. And all of that. Lies who or stories I? you believed. Or- and you know, Delia's daughter, Lindy, I look at her and I'm like, she lives so free and she yeah. says whatever she wants. And now I was her. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just, she's a reminder. My child mm-hmm. self is a reminder that like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of greatness within me. So what I started doing is like, I think about it in parts. And I say this to a lot of people, like I think about myself as my body divided mm-hmm. into all these segments that if I don't nurture and know and help grow, mm-hmm. I won't feel fully empowered yeah. and I won't feel confident. But if I understand everything that's within me mm-hmm. and I feel strong in all mm-hmm. those things, when I walk into a room, I feel like mm-hmm. a force yeah. and I know I'm a force. Yeah. And so, when, so once I built me up, I felt like I can do this. And yeah. what's the worst thing that happens if I can't? I went to UC Berkeley and I have an LCSW. I'm going to be all right. I could go get a job. I'm going to be all right. I'm educated. I worked hard to take the risk. And that's the smart part as well. I'm not saying everybody has to do it the same way, but I'm in that same position. It's like, I have the degree. So at any point in time, I can quote unquote fall back on it. I can go get a job. There's not going to be that lack of opportunity. So what's the worst that can happen? You can be in the position that you're currently in. Right. We're talking about if you're a person that's pre-launch. The worst that can happen is, is you that. can go back or you can find something that's quote unquote safe or whatever. But if you know that there's something pulling you to more and it no. doesn't have to be entrepreneurial, it's whatever the pull is for you. There's something that's pulling you to more. I think that's also a blockage. I think, because I, I asked you a question, like how does a person know when it's time for them to get therapy? I think at least the people in my life, there are a lot of people that have a lot in them mm-hmm. and there's something that's blocking them mm. from stepping onto the other side of that and going towards the yes. more. And so I think that that's also a sign sometimes to see like, well, let me go get help and unpacking what's keeping what's me, that's blocking me, me, what's holding me back from going to the more. Because I think the fears, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't need therapy. Like I'm not traumatized. I'm not this, I'm not that. And so a lot of times we'll envision somebody else's story mm. and because we're not that and maybe some people have gone through these things <coughs> and you do need it as well but I right. think sometimes as a person it's like well okay well I have both of my parents or right. I wasn't raped as a nothing. child or I wasn't these things and so I think they tell themselves I didn't go through that so, so I'm I fine I don't need therapy I, or I'm not going but meanwhile sometimes, you're sad and angry all the time all the freaking yeah. time <laughs> have very low view of self don't have um, friends that's because you're sad and angry Let's fix the sad and angry. It doesn't matter if you have two parents. Exactly. Or not. Yeah. 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 You're jealous, or even your life circumstances tell you. This is the other thing where we shame ourselves and we we're down on ourselves. Our life circumstances. We tell ourselves, based on the life I'm living, I should not feel this way. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, right? I have this. I have that. I have this. I have that. I I shouldn't be feeling this way. And so, what time I've noticed people will do is they'll beat up on themselves for feeling the way they feel instead of addressing it. Mm-hmm. You know, because yes. it's like, well, I have an education. My parents gave pay for me to go to school or whatever. All the things that society says you should feel fine. 
But you know that you have these things and you still don't feel fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's time saying? to get to work. It's time to get to work. Yeah. Anyway, so there's basically it's like there's no one reason. There's no one reason. If you feel uncomfortable, if you're hurting more than you want to, if the hurt mm-hmm. is lasting longer than you want it to, if the discomfort lasts too long, if you feel if you feel stuck, if things aren't changing and you mm-hmm. want them to change, that mm-hmm. dissonance, mm-hmm. then go get help. It doesn't have to be from a therapist. Talk to someone who's really wise. Yeah. Talk to someone. Get yeah. it out. Get it out on paper. Yes, really okay, that. That's dope. Okay, my last question, because I know I'm holding you longer than I said I would. It's okay. This is my last question. We, your sister and I are not going to the museum. We're going to something at 7 o'clock. So okay, okay, go. okay, okay, cool. Um, I I mean, this is so good, so cool. I think I'm going to make this like part one and part two. This is like but really good. It's, it's really good. Okay, so here's my question. I listen to the podcast, think that's great, turn off the radio. What do I do next? How do I find a therapist? How do I know where to go from here? A lot of people ask that. So many people go in my DMs. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, I need to make a website because y'all taking up all my time. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm part of like things like therapy for black girls and things yeah. like that. So, but I mean, first of all, everyone listens to this ain't black. But not just that, just period. Like, How do you find a therapist? How do you find a therapist? I always tell people, yes, therapy for black girls, melaninandmentalhealth.com. And the main one uh, is psychologytoday.com. Okay, yeah, because that's broader. It's super broad, and I like it. I think all of them you can do is we can uh, limit your search criteria. Yeah. So you can really be specific about who you want, what Mm -hmm. insurance they accept, all of that. Got you. Um, That is how you do it. And, or if you want to, you can also go through your health insurance. Right. Ask them for their list of providers. I encourage people to, um, I guess once we beat the stigma, people will ask about a therapist like they ask about who does hair. Yeah. Where you can just like ask. Yeah, referral. And people will tell you. Yeah, the hard part sometimes is you want to protect that though. Right. Like you mean if it's your therapist? If it's your therapist, yeah. I had to learn that the hard way. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it depends. No, 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 no. I mean, sometimes cause I feel like I speak so well of my therapist that then everybody wants her number but my therapist also told me liana it's okay for me to be yours like you don't and i had to learn that you know mm. now I, I have shared her and it says i'm like okay it's fine but then also i want to protect this space in the center it's kind of weird especially no, because I'm, be I'm a yours. very public person you know and sometimes i think i just i don't but you already said that that's your sanctuary it's so my that sanctuary makes you know what you could do if in the future not that you're asking ask your therapist who to she refer to i have yes. done that okay and that has been better but anyway okay. like so, if someone's listening to this you know my therapist it's not about you yeah. no shame i'm just right, saying right, right. like it's like my my journey of realizing like it's okay liana to have what you yours. described it as your sanctuary yeah, yeah. it is so keep it <laughs> yeah. like that whatever that's for you um when you the client you are the paying customer yeah you should be satisfied with your services yes I am one of millions of therapists. I'm not going to be everyone's friend. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to date everyone I meet. And I'm not going to be everyone's client or therapist. You should shop around. You should date. You should get a feel for them. You Mm -hmm. should not feel tied to committing to them. I, I don't care. Of course, I would love it if all my clients came back. I don't care if they don't because that means that hopefully that means they're looking for someone else. They haven't yeah. just stopped doing the work. So get all the information, do some interviewing, go to sessions, do your phone consults, mm-hmm. see who drives well with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that answers it? Okay? No, I think that's a great answer because I also think I have a very peculiar journey. And so I tried not to uh, make my story. I realized that my story is peculiar in that the first person that I met with 
I fell in love with okay. and she's been my therapist for the past six years. That's not everyone's story, right? right. And so like I, I want to encourage a person, like you said, if you've had a, a not so desirable experience or whatever, like don't give up just like anything else. There's like so many more. if you had a bad hairdresser, are you going to stop getting your hair no. done or, in, or, or I don't want to say bad, it didn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you had, same thing with a doctor, we, we will shop through different Physicians before we find the one that we like and, and that fits for us, you know mm-hmm. So I, I like that you said that kind of you know psychology today I think that's a great resource because I have used that you know for other people um, and um, uh, Being diligent about it like go like I think sometimes we give up too easy yeah. easily off of things we haven't yet realized the value of because mm-hmm. we will put a lot of investment in finding all kinds of things uh, some people uh, rather and it's not to shame you but it's the truth a type of shoes a specific dress you want a purse or whatever all these things and and these things if they matter to you fine but they're not more important than the essence of you right, right. so it's like do the work and and then also like for me i believe in praying and asking god to guide you to the right the right person you know and i'm mm. i'm grateful because i was in a very fragile state of life when i got my therapist and God knew that it needed to be a one-time, you know, and it wasn't even like, once again, like I can't, it won't work the same way for, I have a mentor and she knew I was broke down. Okay. She reached out to a friend of hers who, and who then referred to my therapist, but I still had to do where I'd pick up the phone and I had to call this woman. You know what I'm saying? And don't let, I would say numbers always deter you because some people are willing to work with you with prices you know what i'm saying so just show up have the consultation you know i'm glad you said that don't let numbers scare you because there are many of us especially social workers um that's our mission is to like it's social equity we want to make things accessible to Mm -hmm. all um we will slide our scale we have i have an allotment Mm -hmm. where there's i will see right now i'm seeing two pro bono and i see three sliding scale Mm -hmm. and that's what i i always have room for that and when one Mm -hmm. leaves i'm willing to take more so yeah yeah, always ask the question that's good that's a great business model as well right because those of us who have the heart to help people sometimes we can screw ourselves over too right oh because i I learned the hard way before i was doing all kind of sliding scales i was like hey look (laughs) y'all got me working too much yeah yeah, i'm over here giving it all by y'all pay my rent okay (laughs) So I like the way you said you build a model where this percentage of your time and your energy is automatically dedicated to giving in this way. So I don't feel guilty. So you don't feel guilty, but then you also haven't not set up a sustainable reality for yourself. Right. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yay. I could talk to you all day. Okay. <laughs> Leave. I don't know. There's like just one, one last thing. If you can. Oh, I know. Go. I like ask this question. If there's one, if this is the last conversation you ever had with, with a person listening or whatever, it's like the last nugget of wisdom, advice, anything you've learned on the journey as an entrepreneur or as a therapist, as a woman, whatever, anything you could just drop on the people, what would it be? Ooh. What would you say? Take time to know yourself. Mm. So you can love yourself and move through the world in a way that's beautiful, beautiful for you mm-hmm. and everyone around you. Do yourself that favor mm-hmm. and the world that favor. Take that time. Take the time. <sighs> All right, right, tell me this. How can people get in contact with you? How can they oh, reach me? Yeah, yeah how can they reach uh, you? you guys, it's probably easiest on IG because that's how everybody moves. I'm at your favorite therapist, and that's spelled Y O U R, favorite therapist. My website is socorey.com, S-O-C-O-R-E-Y.com. Love it. So people, listen, if you need a therapist, 
I can't promise you Soko has space for you, but just reach out to her. She's dope. And I She's got other therapists. We're in Inglewood on Manchester Market, y'all. That's the beautiful part. You have relationship with other people that you yeah. can refer people to if it's not, you know, oh, yeah. whatever it works. My I point got staff is, here now. I got three here. I yeah. love it. Yes. And we are in, we are in, because I'm physically here in her office right now, in Inglewood, which Woo-hoo. is why that's really near and dear to my heart, because... It's accessible. It's accessible. And she's an amazing human being. Thank you, Liana. So this is Shackle Her Iron Conversations with Dope Women. Thank you for, well, I'm here with you, but thank you for being here on the show today, Soko. And I just look forward to seeing your business grow. Thank you. But I, your impact, your impact on this city, your impact on people like us. We need it and we deserve yes. the healing and the help. So thank you for stopping thank by today. Thank you, Liana. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpen Her Iron. Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at thequeenliana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com.